Welcome to the show. We are back for episode 32. 33? <laughs> <laughs> we were doing so, so good. So we made it like four episodes with remembering to check. And we're just sending it into the mist. I also made a personal note just before we start recording that I was going to try to not curse right at the start. And then I immediately, <laughs> out of the gate, complete disaster. Fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck. Shit. <laughs> Starting off strong this week, guys. Oh, guys, it is. That's, uh, that's on me. So we took a week off for Memorial Day because, quite frankly, we just couldn't get anything put together. Well, also, well, actually, all three of us were at this, the beach. If we drop this tonight, have we missed a week? That's yeah. a great question. I think... No one charged, man. I think we might be off to the races. Hell yeah. Um, okay, the three of us were all at different yeah, beaches. And I don't know about Cusick, because Cusick has a different beach than Gibby and I were. But um, uh, many frozen beverages were had. Um, the Ritz Carlton yeah. charges an arm and a leg for a pina colada. But it is good. And it is strong. But uh, Pirate Punch is the main thing that really took us out. Oh, yeah. If you are ever on Amelia Island, um, there Palace... Is, it's called the Palace Saloon, and it is the yep. oldest bar in Florida. And they have the original bar that pirates used to drink at, the original paintings, glass. Of course, they've expanded it to have like a game room where like pool tables and then a big backyard for outdoor music. But the front of it is still the original bar. And they are known for a specialty drink called the Pirate's Punch that comes in a custom cup. And every year they pick a different color for the cup. And do I have a collection of these cups? Hell yeah, I do. This year's color is blue. And let me tell you, everyone at this table has experienced Pirate's Punch. And it has put everyone on their ass at some point or another. You have to get me. Off a week. You have to get me, but it's only because I've been down twice. <laughs> it, I'm not saying that I'm immune to it. I'm just saying my time has not yet come. Right. Master of what? <laughs> uh, also... Were you driving that night? Because you may not have fully experienced. No, I managed to wrangle my way out of not DDing a single night. Oh, yeah, because you, oh, you drove the Miata and you can't fit crap in the Miata. Exactly. Smart man. But you know what he did fit in the Miata? For a six-hour drive, <laughs> a six-foot-six guy named Ben and his all his camera equipment. Yeah, Ben... Hi, Ben. It was the biggest like upset in history that Ben showed up to my place with like three duffel bags and camera equipment, and I was like... You're, in a the, drone. you're the one who asked to ride in a Miata, sir. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was... That's a... So, he drove the six hours with the top down, mm -hmm. with the drone, we in his We emptied out my cooler, put uh, Ben's cameras in it. <laughs> That's a bold move, just in general. Just like, He's a bold man. Yeah, this is going to work perfectly. I don't think he broke out the, like, physical DSLR a single time we were down there. Uh, he did the last day. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say, like, I think he went through like a ton of trouble to bring it down, and really only used it for a total of like a half hour. Yeah, well, it sure. came in handy for me because I actually got a last second audition with a quick turnaround, so he was able to film me for all that. So, oh yeah, nice. so he, not, it came in handy for me. There you go. And then the drone, he got some really cool footage of the ocean and everything. That was cool. Wait, he, so our buddy Ben, fair skinned guy, oh got God. unbelievable. He got second degree burns. Fair skin and forgetful. Um, he only yes. put sunscreen on his forearms, not his chest, and he burst into flames. Because, and all time reason, I'm just used to only putting it on my forearms because that's where I get burned when I'm shooting and I'm like, you're usually wearing a shirt, brother. He also said he doesn't put on sunscreen when he goes to the pool back home. And I go, but that's the pool back home. This is the beach <laughs> in Florida. 
And then the next day, he was very popular where everyone came up to him and was like, you know you're sunburned, you're really red. So then our- He got stopped by no less than a dozen people. So the third day, he brought the drone and fancy camera equipment so people would ask him about different things and not his burnt skin. Random people came yeah, up to came him? Up yeah, like, he was that burnt. And- Wow. Like, he, I put my was... hand on his chest, and there was a white handprint that lasted for a solid 30 seconds before it dissolved. Oh, He God. was traffic cone orange. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're more just like, you might want to go see a doctor. Yeah. 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 Like, he but was... his pain tolerance is so high, I don't think he realized. And then driving back, the seatbelt and the back of the seat. His body stayed with the car. Uh, blistered. <laughs> yeah. He, oh. uh, like, I'm not joking. He did have secondary burns. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's enough Ben talk. Um, <laughs> Hi, Ben. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he got scorched. But we all had a good memorial day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything noteworthy happened on your trip? No. Uh, had a pretty good time. I, uh, I might have not packed up all day Saturday until, like, 3 o'clock. And then I was like, this is too late for me to go to the beach. So I went down on Sunday. Um, <laughs> and it was just a nice, easy week with my family. Um that's a contradicting statement. Well, yeah, exactly. Easy weekend me. with parents. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it definitely, you know, it was come to me, but it was fine. Girlfriend came down. Uh, Caroline's boyfriend came down with us. Um, Caroline's his sister for reference. Yes. Sister's boyfriend. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good time. Nothing really crazy other than I had to work during the rest of the week. Yay. Um, Q, where have you landed on, are you going to get a PS5 or an Xbox One first? I, I'm probably gonna get an Xbox One first because I've always been an Xbox boy. And also, God of War, Ragnarok, whatever that one's gonna be called, they keep saying it's that, some people say it's not, Yeah, uh, is gonna be PS4 compatible. So, I'm safe. Okay, okay, yeah, I, for a second I was like, I didn't quite follow what you were saying with that, but no, that makes sense. It'll be on the PS4 and PS5. Because I, yeah. I think I'm in the same boat, I've gotta go Xbox One first because all of our friends have gone Xbox Sorry, Xbox Series X. Yeah. I've been saying one this whole time. Um, somebody is like yelling at their they, radio. They keep making it difficult to uh, like name their products. All their code I don't think Xbox One was cool. bad. No, Xbox One's fine, but, but all the code, they, name, code names they have are great. Yeah. Scarlet, whatever the. Oh, dude, those were dope. They're great. And they keep just. going. And I'm over here with my uh, GameCube from the uh, 90s, early yeah. 2000s. Yep. Thriving. Uh, Absolutely. Well, the reason I ask is they just dropped Ratchet and Clank or Rift Apart. Yeah. Um, and game looks very good. And PS5 has got a lot more console exclusives, but they're not as many console exclusives I even care to play. That's the that's the big thing is they've got a ton of console exclusives. I think they have ten PlayStation uh, developed games out right now. Mm-hmm. Not shipped on indie ones, but I mean. At this point, all my games libraries on Xbox. I'm looking into getting the Game Pass at this point because uh, they'll convert my existing Xbox Gold stuff, whatever I paid for that, into Games Pass. Oh, okay. So, Wait, if I roll it over to the next console, do I not keep all my shit? What do you mean? Um, you should keep all your stuff. Uh, you stuff. I think the Series X is backwards compatible. Oh, okay, yeah. But 
having Games Pass, you can get the new games as soon as it comes out without having to pay for the new game. Oh. Uh, You're paying for the it, service. I'm still, like, trying to beat games from the 90s. So I know. Absolutely. <laughs> game, pa- game Pass is lost on me. My ADD brain is like, let's play a game until we get bored of it, until it's not giving us that serotonin dopamine. Oh, time to jump to something else. For the audience, we, me and Q could not be more opposite. Mm-hmm. I will play solely one game until I finally beat, until I complete all of it, mostly. Uh, I'm not the completionist who gets like every achievement, but you know I'm gonna get every ounce out of the game. Uh, yeah, Q plays for blessed Skyrim. Exactly. Like <laughs> there are some games I'll play just a bit of and say I'm done with you, and then there's other games that I am the completionist for that I'm like I'm getting every. Toy Story. I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean Dark Souls Three. I jump back in. I've got two bosses left in the entire game to kill. I'm so fucking close. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Anybody watch uh, Logan Paul McGregor? Absolutely not. No, but I've they, heard that it was there's rigged. There's a video game tie into this. Uh, Is there? Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Logan Paul wearing out the Charizard. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I heard it was possibly rigged, and that Merriweather, like... So that was the rumor I was going to bring up, is in, like, the sixth round, uh, Mayweather clocks... Uh, Logan Paul, they go into a clinch. Yeah. And a lot of people are saying that Logan Paul uh, was unconscious and that McGregor carried him. You mean Merriweather? Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, if you ask me, it's so quick. It's like two frames and a still. If it did knock him out and they went into a clinch, you know, like Logan Paul absolutely, in theory, could have gone into a clinch instinctually and he might have been unconscious. But if you're knocked out, you're not getting back up and back into the fight that quickly. No. And, like, I don't think it even matters. No. Like, they made an ungodly amount of money and it was for television. Yeah. Uh, a, a YouTuber talked the best boxer of all time into getting into the ring with him. Well, for, the money. Uh, for the money. The money was so much. Yeah. Like, an ungodly amount. The guy is set for the... Like, they're already set for life, basically. Yeah. But, like, set for the life. They're they, set for multiple lives. Yeah. They made more money than, like... Jordan did in his whole career. So they, they threw out some crazy statistic for it that I'd have to check so, because yeah. the payout was enormous because they went the full eight. Yeah. I, I'm going to say something controversial. I think Mayweather's a boring fighter. Oh, I yeah, absolutely. He might be the most boring person yeah, to watch. He is because Mike Tyson was exciting because you thought somebody might die every time he stepped He's in very logical with it. Yeah. Like, he's well, just one, two, done, called day. Oh, he's he's the no, he's really kind of the opposite because he's just he's super technical and yeah. he almost yeah. never gets touched. But that's what I mean, like the technicality. Where oh, like yeah. he's more like just playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's whereas, playing for points. Whereas yeah. McGregor is so big as he is because that little Irish angry man is just ready to well, bite your ankles off. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. but you look at somebody like Deontay Wilder, uh, who just. I think they call him something like the right hand of God because he just he'll he'll introduce you to Jesus with that right hand. Like, that is a cool ass nickname, right? And then you have because uh, all time one of the best boxing matches I've seen in the past couple of years was right before COVID. And it was Tyson Fury, uh, Deontay Wilder, hmm. and uh, Tyson Fury is known as the Gypsy King uh, and came out on like a throne and then treated Deontay Wilder's head like a speed bag for an hour. Gosh. I don't want cool nicknames like this. Like that's fucking awesome. The Gypsy King, the right hand of God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Mm. I, I, at the end of the day, this was for the money. Oh yeah. Anybody who's looking for any deeper meaning in it, if you paid to watch it, 
time. Let's be real. The Mall Brothers will do just fine. <laughs> I actually am not because you've got the full Right. No. For boring fire, but they hug each other. Yeah. Much. I mean, if you're buying that fight as someone who's on the internet, like, I want him to just beat the shit out of It's the wrong boxer for that. Yeah. 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 It was it's not. Well let's be real, the Paul Brothers have basically been cancelled on YouTube for the most part for some of their videos. God, like they're, they're they're alive and well. I know, but there's been so much controversy with mm. them, like they they literally could be cancelled any day. Uh, so here's the issue. I think they're uncancelable because I think they will spin zone it into they're, more content. The fans don't care. The point yeah, is, exactly. they're just in it for the money. Like, oh, but God. here's the thing: even if the fans are in for it, YouTube may cancel them. Like, they're already canceling like the makeup gurus right now, James Charles, but for very good reasons, and like so on and so forth. So it's like the, YouTube also like they're young; they can't do that shit forever. No. So yeah. they're like racking up as much money as yeah, they can now. Absolutely. Oh, I don't. And they have the no morals. I don't hate him for the hustle. And honestly, Logan Paul's gotten a little better recently with that. I, I can't I think if you, Logan Paul's good. If you had them next to each other, I could not tell you which one's which. Uh, that's I see true. no difference. But Logan, I think Logan Paul, after the uh, the Japanese force video that everybody know, doesn't yes. need any elaboration, uh, he turned a corner because he became the heel of the internet. Yeah. yeah. Like, was, probably was, six years ago. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that long ago. His brother stepped in and was like, I'll take that for you. Yeah. I'll be the bad guy. Jake Paul wanted to be, wants to be the heel. All I will say is, um, I had a model work with them and not had a great experience. And now she's kind of blowing up for her accusations. So I am not a fan of the brothers at all. No. Fair. But I did see someone make a meme that it was uh, for the fight where it's uh, Owen Wilson versus Kevin Hart. Holy shit, that video is older than I thought it was. It was posted in 2014. Damn. Seven Damn. years ago. Yeah. Why does it feel like it was like four years ago? Yeah, we. Uh, I really feel like it was like. Oh, Tommy's. Well, I thought I was leaning on the high end. <laughs> we were 16, 10 years ago. Um, How messed up was that? But uh, yeah, like as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I don't need this right now. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, this fight they put on was as good of a show. Like, you got what you paid for. It's very it much a. It's very much a. Are you not seconds. entertained? Like. Yeah. And a lot of the internet was not entertained. No. <laughs> from from my. Because from let's my be real. Corner of the, the internet, internet doesn't want a show. They want someone beat to a bloody pulp. Yeah, yeah. it's. They, and they want it to be. The you got to get Logan Paul in the ring with uh, Deontay Wilder if you want that show. They, yeah. Mayweather was never going to be that show. No. No. And I think people were realizing that. I will be interested to see if that changes how the hype is for Jake Paul versus Mayweather. Honestly? Is Jake Paul fighting him too now? I mean, after he stole his hat and they were all getting up in a tizzy. Um, Allegedly. It could have been just hype to hype up this event. This if I may, yeah. as a girl, uh-huh. and what I like, and from what I can understand, stealing someone's hat means you have a crush on them. <laughs> so if he stole the hat, I'm just saying there may be something. Jake Paul just wants to make bang with Mayweather. Yeah, just to steal, steal his hat and walk around the ring with it and won't give it back. Like, no, I'm going to His brother Mayweather has been hugging the entire time. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to put it past him. Oh my god. He did rock a sweet shiner and some blood in his mouth after that. Every 13 year old girl knows what that's what that means. (laughs) Just saying. SNL did a whole skin on it. Uh, um, I have a transition. I know neither of you have seen this, but. In regards to that, watch the white woman Instagram from Bo Burnham's Inside. I have heard that's fantastic. (laughs) And it's very accurate. I feel personally attacked right now, but all right. Look. 
Bo Burnham's inside. Come for, come for white woman's Instagram. Stay for the existential grid. <laughs> I, I do love Bo. I hear it's exceptional. Oh, it is. And very... Netflix? Yes. Okay, Netflix. Um, yeah. And very hard to categorize what it technically should fall into. Because it's like comedy, but also not... It's musical comedy that's self-aware. It, if you saw his Make Happy special... I love that special. His Kanye and his country are some of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's that part of that, essentially. Also... To another degree. Let's go back to his like original special. I call this song, A World on Fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next song. Like, just... It's just so... It's, and he yeah. was great in... Um, Oh, the new Carrie Mulligan movie that's done so well. Um, a promising young woman. A promising young woman. That's it. He does uh, the nice guy. Mm-hmm. But do was you, he nice? Um. Do you watch the movie? Find out. Plot twist. Do you guys know why he wound up quitting comedy for yeah. a while? He needed he was, a break. He yeah. was having uh, anxiety and panic attacks on yep. stage. Yeah, picking it up. Yeah. Not a Fair. good place to have those mm-hmm. on stage. No, no. Mm-hmm. So he stopped for five years. He actually addresses this in the in the special. He's doing a stand-up bit to no one because it's just him in a room. Yeah. With a laugh track going, um, and uh, he's like, the funniest thing happened. I. After five years, decided I was gonna get back into uh, into doing comedy specials. I decided this January of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes life just like, uh, uh, gives it to you in both ends. Absolutely, but it's a. Uh, that was probably the best for him because then, like, he kind of come back without a crowd and like really not have that anxiety. Oh, oh no, am I, I wrong? I don't know if that was. I don't know if I'd agree with you there. It very much like it was good for him to have this project during quarantine, but oh god. It is a look into the life of someone who's isolated in quarantine. Yes. And it, it puts you back into that. I hear it's very dark in that regard real quick. Well, Gibby was the only one here who lived alone during that. Yeah. It, it's kind of like, Kurt, do you, you know the Kurtz Gazette videos, right? Yeah. Which highly recommend if you haven't watched that YouTube channel. I have no idea how to spell it, so good luck. Um, but Kurtz Gazette had a video that came out like a month ago that was like, what is the meaning of life? And like, what does it mean? All mean at the end? And I was like, you know what? Pretty sure I know what this is about. I'm not ready to listen to this four minute video about it. <laughs> two two weeks ago, they put out a video. What are you doing with your life? The tail end. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I watched that. I was sitting working downstairs. And I like having something on the background. I turned that on. And I'm just listening like. I have to turn this off. <laughs> yeah, I, I was intelligent enough to not even start it. What's wrong with you Smart people? Person. Just put on some cat videos and call it a day. Absolutely Don't have not. instant crisis. Look, I play Dark Souls for a reason. It gives me pain. <laughs> I live by Masochist. I'm chasing Bezos. <laughs> to the moon. Oh. And that will uh, transition us into... So... The race to the moon. Who will make it? We now have a winner. In a shocking twist of events, lawmakers who work for the government have elected to tax tech giants more because who could have seen this coming? (laughs) (laughs) Which, listen, I get it. They have a ton of money. The government wants all of their money but can't take all of their money. So they're going to do the next best thing and nibble away at their ankles. (laughs) You know what happens next? They just go to Singapore. They, they will just headquarter their business out of country in some country that doesn't collect. But hey, out of country isn't good for everyone. Some people have to take it to the next level, like the moon. Yep, which is why Bezos and Elon are going to tag team going to the moon and Mars. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Jeff Bezos is, I 
think it's Blue Origin. Yes. Uh, they are going to start launching their first commercial flights to space. And he's going to be on the first round yes. with his brother. And oh, I don't know who else. Celebrities. It'd be hilarious if it was all of the execs on Amazon. Yeah, God. <laughs> that couldn't be a high. Re- the insurance adjuster would be like, honestly, I can like, see Kanye as a celebrity on that one. <laughs> Yikes! That would imply that Be. I feel like Bezos would pick some celebrities, but I feel like he would have to pick celebrities that he'd be like. To tolerate on that trip. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like he is made of the kind of money where the only thing he wants to buy is time. Yeah. Or you know he'll probably just bring all his mistresses, call it a day, like have a whole party up there. I think he's kind of a one man, one girl kind of guy. One mistress well, at a time kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he left his wife uh, for another woman, and if you read those Snapchats, it was somebody who is not Snapchats, text messages. It was somebody who was like definitely head over heels for this person. Yeah. Mm. Well, let me just say, I am now addicted to a show called The Borgias, and uh, the Pope is something very similar. And let me tell you, it only lasts for so long. <laughs> I also have another segue as well for a different TV show. What? If you want to continue on with yours. No, no, I'm good. I'm okay. good. Jeremy Irons is a fantastic actor in that. Moving on. I am always here for Jeremy Irons roles. Always. I, oh, sorry, real quick. Oh, before we no, go, go this. That's why I... Like, he's my childhood. He's Scar from Lion King. I'm surrounded by idiots. Kind of hadn't put that together. Yep. But that is Jeremy Irons that... singing Be Prepared with an army of hyenas. And honestly, if that, like, if he showed, like, if it wasn't even Scar, just him, but, like, I'd be like, yeah, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Irons, all you, buddy. Which guy? Yes. My uh, my segue was going to be uh, uh, the Jeff Bezos is absolutely Lex Luthor. Yes, uh, I yeah. sent you this meme earlier. But, but who's <laughs> our Superman? Well, who's no, going to protect us? He's putting up the propaganda against yes. Superman. We'll never know because shows so, like Invincible and The Boys. Yes, Amazon Prime now has two TV shows where the superheroes are actually the bad guys. Jeff Bezos is a bald billionaire. Mm. Doesn't take a mathematician to know that Lex Luthor is actually. I just said Lex Luthor. I'm already there. <laughs> I'm bought in on this theory. There Bezos is, no. is Luthor. <laughs> the veil's very thin. Exactly. He'll go for the presidency next. Outlaw yeah. superheroes. Force them into hiding or registration. I I wouldn't be surprised if he started or if he did something with politics. Honestly. No, I feel like when you're made of that kind of money, you're too rich to be dumb enough the to dictator get dictator or True. Trump did it though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's true. And he was dumb about it. The people would know that he only paid 0.98%. Uh, tax rate. Well, that's... To, okay. He paid his taxes like four years in advance. Yeah. And so he only owed the difference on what he overpaid. And so it is a heavily... I agree that the man was not a great president. Oh, no, I was... Sorry, the tax rate I said was for Jeff Bezos. Oh, oh! Jeff Bezos' true tax rate is 0.98%. Uh, <laughs> he paid $933 million and he had a wealth growth of $99 billion. Um, Chump change. So... I think the clearer indictment. Hey, goddamn taxes. I think the clearer indictment is that our system exists with these loopholes. Uh-huh. But I think they exist for politicians to take money from lobbyists. Yep. So that will never disappear. No. If Bezos is our Lex Luthor and celebrities are our superheroes, is that where we're going out with this? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's our superheroes then? I don't think celebrities are superheroes. Then who's our superheroes in this? Like they shouldn't be. <laughs> they really shouldn't. No, be. they really shouldn't be either. Gal Gadot singing Imagine. Oh. oh no, no, no. That's not where I was going out with this. How far out of touch? Sorry. I would agree. Like with the boys, like they're if they're the superheroes in this, they're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But there's always one that's gonna come out and truly be the hero we need. And honestly, I think it's Jack Black. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like if there's anything with aliens, I think we just send Jack Black. I I honestly think he can handle any situation with that. And I stand I, by that. I think we gotta send two reps. I'm going with Jack Black and um it went out of my Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. No, it's dream team. Yeah. I mean they, they would be unstoppable. They would be like Star Lord. And Chris and Thor. Like, <laughs> is, but, you know, yes. neither um, one nearly in as good of shape. If yeah. I may, if I may, I'll go with Jack Black, but I wouldn't go. I love Jeff, but I would not go with him. No. I'd go with Tom Hanks. Oh. I just feel like it's very hard to say no to him just because he just understands. It's a safe pick. He's America's dad, and I think representing our country, like, would just, he just. It's also very hard for Tom Hanks to say no because look at his son. Which one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, about Colin's great, though. Colin Hanks is great. Actually, I like, I've come around on Chet Hanks as well, but because Chet, <laughs> Chet Hanks is the most outrageous person ever. Oh, my God. Sorry, complete side note, though. I'm going to try and find Of celebrity here. parents and their kids. Ireland Baldwin roasting her dad on television. <gasps> Yikes. Making comments where she's like, she made a little... Showing a picture of him. Uh, she made comments about, um, yeah, like being in this room is no different than uh, in life. Like I only know half the people in this room, not including my dad. Chet Hanks' girlfriend who beat him with a uh, frying pan once. Yeah. Uh, once? Oh, what? <laughs> Just once. Okay. No, she made a comment that was like, uh, everyone here knows my dad as mm. the man from this I know him as the man that only came to have my birthday parties. Ooh. Like, those were her roasts Ooh. to the point where it was like, and she kept going, by the way, I'm Ireland. I'm Ireland. Like, kept saying, like, repeating who she was to her dad. Like, it just was, ooh. <laughs> you, you know that means, like, right before I heard, earlier in the week, he was, like, calling for his kids and called her the yeah. wrong name. She's like, I'm Ireland. Oh, no, no. Ooh. No, no, no. Yeah. You know what she said, though? What? She's like, yeah, I almost didn't come to this because, um... I'm not, I haven't actually answered a voice or answered a call from my dad since I was 16. <laughs> Holy shit. <sighs> like That's it was, it was, weird. yeah. And so everyone, and so he's like, ha ha. Oh, he even like does a ha 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 ha, like kind of laughing over uh, the top. And, but I was like, you that therapist or just clawing at the bit, waiting to get on that. No, she doesn't do therapy, she does tattoos. Oh. Ah, they're also cool. Well, me and Q are doing a podcast, so what can we say? Exactly. Get <laughs> throw stones in that glass house. Whereas me over here got drunk on the beach on Memorial Day and messaged a famous tattoo artist, not thinking he'd message me back, and he did. There you go. On Sunday, so. That's fun. Hey, raw dog in this mental illness. Like, got intended. <laughs> we're handling uh, our 20s great. Uh, as long as we're on the topic of superheroes, uh, there's another My Hero Academia movie. Not where I thought you were going, okay. Oh, yeah, actually, as long as we're on Amazon Prime, and there we are. That is a better <laughs> segment. Yeah, um, Jensen Ackles uh, oh. is playing a character on The Boys. He named is just Soldier Boy. Oh, he's just I'm here for it. Also, is a parody Lulz? of Captain America. Yeah, because he originally got offered the role of Captain America and turned it down to be on Supernatural and stay on. He got offered the role. He did but, not get offered the role. I think. I think yes, he, he did. auditioned. I think there were some talks. I think it was a little both sides wasn't going to work out type thing. Yeah. But I think he was offered like in the final round. Maybe not offered. I think they were at least hella interested in him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, I'm staying on Supernatural. He of course, there's absolutely no way to find this information because now the first three pages of Google are, are yeah. the boys' yeah. pictures. Also the fact his name's Soldier Boy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Soldier boy. <laughs> it's literally in the Google Doc. Oh, not me. Ooh, in the Google Doc we have that you're not looking at. <laughs> That's the. Yep. Jensen, Jen, Jensen Ackles, Soldier Boy, Princess Tell. <laughs> um, I love yeah. To put put a frame of reference on it, though, he's not nothing like Captain America. Not at all. This is for great uh, radio, but it looks just like him. Yeah, I mean, just for shorts. Yeah, the the whole character is supposed to be fighting in World War you know II, what? so yeah, it makes sense. Chris Evans, Captain America. That's not America's ass. Soldier Boy, that's America's ass. On that note, just very briefly, someone pointed out to me yes. that Captain America, no, not ass, Captain America has beaten the Trinity, the three main Avengers, all at different times. Because he beat himself, <laughs> he beat Iron Man, and he got Mjolnir. Or he did something, he beat Thor He picked up Mjolnir. Yeah. He, he was worthy. Exactly. He picked so, up Mjolnir. Well, he hasn't won against the Hulk. Well, the, the main three, though. Because <laughs> you That's get why thrown into the fucking sun. No <laughs> one can beat the Hulk. Yeah. Not even the Hulk can Is beat the Hulk. To quote Invincible, how are we supposed to be getting... Uh, like, we're doing all this anti-villain training. with, Like, what are we supposed to do? Tuck and roll away from a guy who can kick a school bus into the sun? <laughs> yeah. yeah. God. Um... Uh, back to the other That's superheroes. Yeah, the other superhero <laughs> thing. Uh, the next My Hero Academia movie drops on eight six. Um, looks very good. I haven't seen any spoils, spoilers yet uh, because I think it has released overseas already. Uh, kind of the same that Demon Slayer uh, right. movie trend did. So good. That re- that was technically a twenty twenty release. Oh, and it's also the top grossing release of twenty twenty. Oh, heck yeah. Wow. Yeah, internationally. I mean, obviously not. It was very good. Give me and I went to go see it in theaters. Let me make sure that that fact is still correct because <laughs> it was as of a couple weeks ago. Um, For 2021, I think A Quiet Place 2 is the highest grossing right now. Right? Uh, I will say Corella is very close behind. Everyone's saying it's okay. phenomenal. I've heard mixed reviews. For some reason, when it came out, I don't know why. I haven't seen it. I'm seeing it this weekend, so I'll let y'all know. I think I've already so seen, I've seen Corella. With Emma Stone? Yeah. You saw it? No, I thought you said you had already seen it. No, I'm going to go see it. Oh. I'm very interested. It seems yeah. like good. The, yeah. the joke I was making was that it was the Joker, but Disney's version. Yeah. But oh, Murray's already seen it. Yeah, it's Murray. Yeah. Definitely let me know what you think. I'm Murray. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go see it this weekend. Cool. Because it's supposed to rain, but now it's like Atlanta weather's like, no, it's not going really. It's oh, been raining the past few days, so. It didn't really rain today, though. It, it sprinkled today, I good? guess, but yeah. I was in my office with the curtains closed, so I left now. Fair. I was in my office downstairs with the blinds sort of drawn. <laughs> yeah, so it is the highest grossing movie of um, 2020. Wow. By $22 million. <laughs> Casual. The 800 is next. People, My People, My Homeland, and then Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> Bad Boys for Life came out in 2020? Yep. And it was number four. Wow. You know it was a rough year win. <laughs> Actually, that movie apparently was very good. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Let me think. Sonic the Hedgehog came out uh, and was sixth top grossing movie. That came out in 2020? Yep. Oh, yeah. That was 2019. No, that was an early 2020 release. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah. I did watch I it. I think it was, it was supposed to be mm-hmm. 2019 and they had to do all the re... Yeah. Someone yes. got delayed because they had the... Someone put out their... Terrible sock. Bucket. At some point as well, like... 
uh, conspiracy theory that that was all part of a marketing ploy. But I'm like, does it matter? I mean, does it matters in a way because it's like, did the internet change something that happened, or was it a plan the whole time? I think it was the latter because what we saw in the original trailer was so brief. Yeah, they could have gotten away with just doing a little bit of it. Yeah, was it and like your D and think... campaign on Sunday? Did it really happen? Was it not planned? Oh. <laughs> For bum bum bum, don't spoil. You never know who's listening. I mean, they, they, we we do D and D. We recently started doing Curse of Strahd. Because I was very excited to do that. Uh, new Raid Lockbook came and all that. We had a, a, a scripted cutscene death, essentially, for one of our characters that Gibby mm-hmm. played. Very, very perfectly. Uh, no one else knew it was coming. <laughs> no one else knew it was coming. It was absolutely shell-shocking, like, bloodbath moment, and it was perfect. Chef's kiss. Mm-mm good. I mean, early Sonic the Hedgehog looks like a dude in a onesie. Yeah. Probably yeah I mean, those legs are way too real. <laughs> Those they could really be my are. legs. Skipping leg day are? Just like skinny leg like, That could be my legs. <laughs> it's the face. His face is too small. That too. There's so many, there's so many issues. Like, he doesn't have cartoon hands, and he has a very cartoon appearance. Yeah. He's just got, like, real hands. <laughs> Here's oh. the thing. I feel like so many animated, not animators, like, you know, movies are trying to recreate things that aren't human, but make them as realistic as possible. And we're hitting the Uncanny Valley. I'm going with Lion King, for example. Mm. Like, real lines. But the oh. thing is, what made Lion King so good were the facial expressions yeah. and stuff. Where people were like, we're fine with you doing the live action, but don't just make them lions and then you just have a voiceover over it. Yeah, like, I mean, even the recent, from what I heard at least, I, I, my opinion is invalid because I have not seen any of these movies ever. Um, but I haven't seen the new Lion King, but apparently a lot of people's criticism was the faces just look a little dead and you can't get that emotion that you get out of the anime yeah. like cartoon drama Ooh, we got a first look at uh, Sonic 2 Ooh, nice yeah I mean those are obviously just like placeholder yeah. dummies but I imagine they're pretty close to what the finals I mean, will look like Tails looks pretty similar to that Tails mm-hmm. pops up in the, the very yeah, the end credit better I'm yep. here for it speaking um, of uh, things in production H.E. Hedgehogs 5 yes I was yes I that. saw that <laughs> Why? Isn't he too I'm here, old? You, I am here for it. No. <laughs> I, I mean, the last one wasn't great. No, it was the bad. The Crystal Skull one. And I love the Nia Jones. The OGs are great. Fan. The OGs are great. Don't let them get into planes anymore. Damn it, you beat me to the joke. I was going to say, this is going to end on a plane. <laughs> Don't let him keep doing these roles unless he's... Still... And you know there's going to be some none of those. Because I think what we're going to see is... Uh, I think we're probably going to see like him handing the fedora, like passing the, tr- yeah. Yeah. passing the fedora for one of Pretty much, yeah. Matt, Matt uh, not Nicholson to show- has been cast for it. Well, I like how they tried to pass the fedora guy, to Shia LaBeouf, and that just did not go. No, well, Shia LaBeouf's a crazy person. Oh, it is. So. But they tried to do that with the Christmas Skull. Like we're going to pass yeah. the and then no. But Jones, I'm very okay if they do a uh, James Bond type thing with Indiana Jones. Where it keeps on being different actors and we keep yeah. acting like it's the same person? Exactly. Just well, do that. Can't, will that work in a Harrison Ford role? Because uh, Aaron Eckhart, not Aaron Eckhart. Uh, uh, Ansel, no, not Ansel. Ansel. Yeah, uh-huh. it was not. Ansel Eckhart? No, because that's the guy from uh, Ansel Elgar. Baby Driver. the guy from Baby Driver. Yes. Um, um, the solos we're talking about. Yes. Oh, 
Oh, and I really like him. Uh, Alden, Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah. Ehrenreich. yeah. And like, here, look, in the, he was a great choice. It's kind of like with Martin Freeman as uh, Bilbo in The Hobbit. The casting was solid. The storyline was shit. I don't mean, uh, no, hot take, I think Solo Star Wars stories are a fun movie. I think yes. it's totally fine. I absolutely agree with that take. Um, I liked everything about it, Mine, and as much as I love her, mine is Amelia Clark's involvement in it. It made no sense. Uh, yeah, like, it wasn't a perfect movie. No. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't oh, think... No. I, don't I didn't think hate it. Solo. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I enjoyed him meeting Chewbacca. Like, I enjoyed a lot. Of, and I love... And I love Charles Gambino with Donald Glover in anything. Yeah. Like, he was great for that. It's just... The, the movie itself wasn't as great. If this makes the writing. sense... Amelia Clark's character was the weak link, but it was not because of Amelia Clark's acting. Well, I mean, come on, Daenerys Targaryen yeah. was the like best acting in that show. Like, we know she can act. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Bring her back in Genesis and uh, Terminator. No, get Terminator out of here forever. Dark Fate was again. bad. Genesis was good. At me. <laughs> Please add us. Actually, we do the social media interactions. <laughs> As long as we're on the topic of social media interactions, please leave a voicemail if you call into the hotline instead of just coupling the hotline and hanging up. It is 707-682-9310. Yeah, we can do a call with no voicemails. Um, We've had multiple callers, just not leave a voicemail. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, like, I have nothing against it. And, like, I love that actor. I think he's great. One of my favorite movies that did not get the press it deserved was Mm -hmm. Hail Caesar. With, like had all star cast that just didn't get the press it needed to, and he's in that. And he's great. Like I enjoy him, and he beat out a lot of A list actors for the role of Solo. Like the kid's great, and he can act. I mean, he got Harrison's Ford, Harrison Ford's seal of approval for you. Yeah, he applauded him for it because it wasn't just a I'm doing a Harrison Ford impression. Right, he was being it Solo. Was a, yeah, it was, I, it was being Han Solo. I think he was a very good representation of what a young Han Solo might have been like. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That's I, why I stand by like with the Hobbit choice, and it's like right. the casting was solid. Yeah. The writing and the story and the filming could have been better. In in both, yeah, the Hobbit. Would the sequel and, to Solo be duet? <laughs> I hate you. In, in both uh, The Hobbit and Solo, it's a story that didn't need to be told. Granted, The Hobbit is a story that's already there. It didn't need to be the three. Hobbit, but yeah, they the added Hobbit. a love story and all those other stuff that made no sense. Movies, the Hobbit yeah. should have been two movies and the love story B plot should have been taken out. Yeah. It was. And well, it here's was, the thing. Sorry, those CGI goblins. Those look so bad. The technology was not there, and Lord of the Rings' most beautiful staple was the immersion, the practical effects. Which, well, look at Mad you know, Max Fury Road, mm-hmm. everybody loves no. practical. You've heard about Ian McKellen crying on set of The Hobbit. Oh, yeah, because... Yeah, because in Lord of the Rings, they built like an entire town, like The Hobbit's everything. I'm pretty sure they built New Zealand. They really did. <laughs> but when it came to um, The Hobbit, there was so much green screen and CGI that he started breaking down crying, saying, this is not why I became an actor. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like... I, I feel that. But where I was going with Evangeline Lilly, who oh, plays uh, Terrell in that. Yes. When she signed on, she was guaranteed, parentheses, that there would be no love story for her character. <laughs> and then they kind then they kind then, of screwed her over a little bit with Yeah, it. then producers said, right. not producers, I guarantee that movie, because when it was originally being greenlit, like way, way back when, it was originally going to be a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was going to be very, it was supposed to be all practical, very similar to it. Oh yeah. And then at some point all the way, it just wasn't. 
But uh, Martin Freeman was the perfect cast for Bilbo. No yeah. one else could have done the younger Bilbo. I agree with that, yeah. And he had the perfect comedic time, like everything with it. Of course, you know, the original Lord of the Rings cast is in that Kate Blanchett, yeah. Ian McKellen, like, great. And then, honestly, Ben Dakota just small as a dragon. My favorite is, like, his behind the scenes where he's in the green screen, like, the, the points on it, he's on all fours and just being like... <laughs> that is pretty funny. <sighs> I, like, there are a lot of people who love The Hobbit, and I really almost can't watch them. Yeah, I... I... I won't go back and watch the Lord of the Rings. I have not ever. Oh, just I watched the Lord of the Rings. It's my favorite I series. Think... We were playing. You weren't here for this, but you were here. We were playing um, a game. It's the box game. The with the phones. Jackbox. Jackbox. Thank you. Yes. And it was one of those like truth lie ones. Like figure out who's lying. And it was how many times have you seen your favorite movie? And I held up like ten times only had ten fingers. Oh, hundreds of times. Yeah, and everyone thought I was a liar except for uh, my roommate at the time. She's like, no, she has Lord of the Rings on in the background all the time. Like, I hear it. Like, she's seen that movie so many times. I'm like, yeah. I've seen The Dark Knight no less than, like, 200 times. Because it used to be, like, my bar movie. I'd come home, flick it on, pass out. Yeah. And I, I wish, I wish Amazon had a feature to see how many, in Netflix, could say how many times you've rewatched Statistics. Yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty fun. It would be brutal to admit. Right. <laughs> uh, I think my biggest... If they did it kind of like... Sorry. Yeah. If they kind of did it like Spotify, where it's like the end of the year, yeah. what movie have you seen the most? <laughs> That'd be super fun. If, I pull, if they I'm sent me a link and they were like, you've actually spent one year of your life watching The Dark Knight. Would not be surprised. Oh, God. I saw it with Crawford. Did I see that with you? The Dark Knight in theaters? I saw it with like Crawford and a couple other people. I, don't I think know. Ashley Gentry. That's a throwback. Y'all would have been in high school. That's so a throwback. I have yeah. no clue. I think it was in middle school, so... No clue. I don't think I saw it in theaters, I'll be honest. Okay. You didn't come to this time. I don't remember. Uh, I did see the mummy dragon emperor with you though. That's true. And that was trash. Um, yeah, I'm sad about the Star Wars solo story because they're still not doing well. I mean it didn't do well because of The Last Jedi, a lot of backlash from that yeah. and just burnout a little bit for two. What's that actor's yes. name again who played solo? He's also another movie called Beautiful Creatures that starred Jeremy Irons. See, it all ties there in. And uh, and like had Emma Thompson, had like a solid creatures. cast. Did I see this? Probably not. Um, yeah. And it had like a solid cast, and the acting was great, but same thing, like the storyline was just. Yeah. But Emma Thompson's acting in that, mm-hmm. I was like, this should have been an Oscar in itself if this whole other movie wasn't just ridiculous. But like, right. her acting had this one like scene, I was like, this is why you're our queen. I did not And she's now this. in Cruella. So see, it's all tying back together. <laughs> or Hollywood just needs to cast more different people. I didn't yeah. see this, but there's a movie that almost is a very similar story that has Eva Green in it. Oh, my queen. You do not know me. Uh, Eva Green is my favorite actress. I like she. J- mm, I any. She's. I have no words. She's just iconic. Penny Dreadful, Vesper. Uh, Miss Peregrine's um, peculiar, peculiar children. children. Yeah, that's. Well, she is um, Tim Burton's new muse. Oh, this is not on the list because I just found this out recently. But I want your opinion on this. <laughs> so as we know, everyone knows for the past couple of years, there has been a huge legal battle between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Yep. And Johnny Depp has lost a lot of major roles. Like, he's been kicked out of Harry Potter, like, he lost pirates, so on and so forth. So everyone thought his career was done. But now there's evidence that he's actually the victim and going on. But he's been... I thought that had kind of come out, like, years ago. But it doesn't matter that he still lost Fantastic Beasts last year. Like, it's still... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 but I mean, like, that evidence that you're talking about. Isn't that an old story that the evidence had come out that he actually was not... Like, the voicemails from Amber Heard, like... Uh, not completely. So, he really... Because I was curious about that, because it seemed pretty damning when I first heard about it. Yes, so, but because they've been in a legal battle for so long, and then also turns out the money she tried to get, she was like, all the money I get from my legal things, I'm donating to charity, and then she never donated. Like, there's been a lot of, also, did not realize this, but you know who's testifying against her? Hmm. Her parents. 
Wow, that's a big yikes. Yeah. That's a tough sell. Anyways, that's my point in all this. Yeah, yeah But everyone thought his career was done in Hollywood. Well, now he's has apparently will be now making a since 21 Jump Street, the TV show, not the movies, mm-hmm. will be coming back to the silver screen as Gomez Adams in the live action Adams Family that Tim Burton is directing, which will be based off an adult Wednesday Adams. Hmm. And I, I'm like, I'm kind of here for Wait. It's not confirmed. What's the, what's the tie-in with 21 Jump Street? Johnny Depp was the original lead in 21 Jump Street, yes, the TV show. Yes, I know that. But yeah. Is it somehow tied to the Gomez Adams project? No, I just he hasn't been in TV since that. Oh, I okay. Like, I was like, is there like some weird 21 no. Jump Street Adams Family crossover about Honestly, to happen? Honestly, though, that'd be pretty fucking cool. Uh, I'm not going to lie. You lost me very early on in this, and I was just coming out of my head. Uh, <laughs> and then you started asking questions, and I could not answer them. I, did, I couldn't wrap my brain around it. I couldn't figure out what, what the roller coaster was doing. <laughs> Basically, because of their history, Tim Burton is making sure that Johnny Depp's career does not What's disappear. That? And because there's been such a heated debate between Amber and Johnny, and people are kicking him out of Hollywood, and now people are trying to get her out of Aquaman, I wonder Joel's opinion, like on bringing him to Silver Screen, like. I think, honestly, just you know. Because I would say if we like if we didn't know any of the political like that going on yeah. as a casting director, I would say he's a great choice for Gomez. Here's a tough thing for me: is it's a messy personal affair. Mm-hmm. To me, shouldn't affect their careers. Yeah. Yeah, but also you look at Kevin Spacey and such. Yeah, but his affected people, like his became a public affair when he decided to make it something that didn't happen in his own home. You know, mm, you know what I'm saying? I got you. I got like, you. This was a domestic thing. Whereas, that probably like, should have stayed private. Bradgelina, it's between them. Exactly. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Like if you go out touching kids, you probably should not only lose Hollywood, you should probably go to jail. Yeah. I also saw he's been casting something and trying to make a comeback. Uh, that's an interesting take. Yeah, um, I don't remember what it was, but I saw that he did put something out. About that oh, it's, it's a small indie film, I think. Probably the only thing that would take him. So the last thing I really saw, like I think he did, was Baby Driver, because they had to refilm him for uh, a couple other projects. With Christopher Plummer took over. Yeah, he wasn't going to return to Baby Driver after that first movie. Well, they're not doing a second movie, are they? No, he got run over. Oh, that's <laughs> me. Spoiler alert. Character definitely. Wait, we've done Baby Driver on the show. You guys know. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't spoil it except for if you're listening this deep, you've already listened to us. You're in too deep. There's no going back. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I just want to joke Like, okay, good enough. I, uh, Johnny Depp for me, he's a fine actor. I think a lot of his more recent stuff, I haven't been a huge fan of. I'm kind of man on the man. Is myself. Johnny Depp purely like? Does he just hit a nostalgia drip to us because of Pirates? Because uh, I can't think of a ton of his other projects that I've really enjoyed. See, I've seen a lot of his stuff, and he's been all over the board with Edward it. Edward Hands never did it for me, and I know that that was like a movie that a lot of people That is Madeline's favorite, not mine. I appreciate his acting. I've seen the movie a handful of times. I just know a lot of people our age love that movie. Uh, I appreciate what it is. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. I do enjoy... Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. It's like a fever dream. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yes. <laughs> Fair. Uh, no, but I mean, like, Finding Neverland with Kate Winslet and Freddie Highmore. Um, he, like, he's been in, like, the Rum Doctor. He's been in so much as it is, and I really appreciate his range as an actor and how yeah. far he gets in the roles. So I've seen more than just Pirates, and I 
I appreciate him as an actor. I think he really appreciates the art. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that that's the only thing I've ever seen him in either, but I'm more saying that I don't remember what I've seen him in besides that. But that's, but personally, for me, I was, I don't know if this is for you, I think it's because he's one of those actors where he gets lost so in the role, you see the characters, where you have other actors like Tom Cruise, where's Tom Cruise playing Tom Tom Cruise? Cruise. Cruise You see Tom Tom Cruise Cruise playing. And Leonardo DiCaprio becomes a role. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and same with Johnny Depp for me. He was in Rango. I still have never seen it. I love Rango so much. Don't get me started. That's a movie we should all watch. Good point, because I forgot that he was in uh, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Um, Which I did. Yeah, I did. I was Johnny Depp, uh, but on LSD. Is there? But uh, I would highly recommend watching Rango and then watching the behind the scenes because they have all the actors like actually like walking in like acting it out and his impersonation of Rango is just fantastic. They are. There were talks to do a movie for a book called Looking Glass Wars, which is a much more dark steampunky take on Alice in Wonderland. At some point, we will discuss whether or not that should build up more steam. But we are burning through time, and yeah, I think it's time to move on to yeah, our our main event today. Um, <laughs> is uh, now that everybody is caught up on Castlevania and finished it, yeah. uh, I'd go ahead and click the podcast off now. If you have not seen Castlevania, this will be spoiler heavy. Probably will wrap at the end of the show. Click this off and go click no, onto no, Netflix. No, pause it. Don't click on yes. it. Pause it. Pause it. <laughs> Pause. Go watch all four seasons and come back. Yes. Um, in a previous episode, I had mentioned that I was kind of out on K- Castlevania. And I rewatched the whole series over the course of like two days. Um, <laughs> Solid. And it's actually a pretty quick watch, too. Yeah. It's yeah. See, that's what I had to do. I couldn't start season four. I wanted to go back and rewatch it all the way through mm-hmm. since this was the last season. But apparently they're doing a spinoff. Yes, they are doing a spinoff. Um, Which I will have a question about said spinoff once we get through this season. Yeah, okay. So I think we have the same. Um, but what I had said was I didn't really like it in season two. I was wrong. I was thinking season three. Mm-hmm. Season three fell pretty flat for me, for the most part. Um, it's a lot of prep. I would yes. say... And it was also like, it took a turn from being like monster movie to being very sexualized, and that pivot, to me, felt like it was out of place with what the first two seasons of that show See, were. See, I would say I liked season three minus Alucard's story plot. I enjoyed Hector's story because I like how the female vampires and how they're coming with war and how they're approaching everything and like how Lenore gets that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate I Isaac's that. journey of finding like where he stands with people and coming into his own now that he doesn't have Dracula. And then I enjoyed Trevor and Cypher's storyline, especially that punch was at the end with the mayor. Cause like that, that just- That was great. Oh, so good. And Saint, I think, I didn't to me, like Isaac was just overly repetitive in that season. Uh, makes sense. Cause but it I hit think... the same notes like three different times. Uh, that, I, get that. I think that's why season four was so kind of refreshing for him. Yes. Cause yeah. it's like, oh, thank God. His character is now doing actually something. evolving. Yeah. But again, I think he had to go on that journey to get to that. Yeah. So I didn't mind it as much. But um, us as a viewer didn't need to be beat over the head with it that many times. Sometimes. That's fair. I think they just wanted to try and keep him relevant throughout the show. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, I will say, I don't like the... I get why we needed him, but St. Germain's story plot made no... Like, I love St. Germain. Well, of course you do. That makes perfect sense. You are St. Germain. <laughs> but I'm talking about the infinite corridors and... Also, just for those of you who just... Castlevania. I have an Easter egg on Saint Germain in the very final scene that 
I'm not positive if you caught or not. Okay. Uh-huh. We haven't talked about it. Yes, I don't... but I, that is the very end, so I want to hold yes. it till the very end, but put it out there so that you can help me remember. Absolutely. What did you have, Kit? Never mind. No, what did you have? I was going to give a little plot to like plot summary of Castlevania. Oh, yeah. Because you uh, don't know. Yeah, the first season is... Dracula finds a lady friend who's a human. The church kills lady friend. Dracula gets pissed, kills everyone else. Yep. And then his son has to come back with a drunk and a uh, sorcerer and kill his daddy. Yep. Uh, they don't kill his daddy until season, season two. two. I'm saying yeah. the whole first oh, season. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And then season three is basically the fallout from... I would say vampires versus humans. Season... Season I would have said fallout of losing, uh, yeah, losing out. the head of the snakes. Actually. I will say, much, yeah. what bothered me about season three the most, going okay, it didn't bother me in season three. It bothered me going into season four. <laughs> was you have Alucard? He's lonely. I mean, I, I mean, literally, he's been he was in COVID for like a couple months, but like, he had no one in his big house, and he started talking to himself and fake dolls. Mm-hmm. Like we all now can relate to that after the twenty twenty. Um, but then oh. you, he has two. Friends come along that want to learn and be educated about vampire killing and just science, all that. Mm-hmm. They betray him. He kills them and puts their heads on a spike, and then is now puts their them, their whole bodies. Whole bodies. Whole bo- you right? Whole bodies on a spike, and then moves on to heads later on. And so, at the beginning of season four, we see that like he has a bunch of heads on the spike. Then a minute, a dead guy on a horse with a note that's like, "Please help us." He's like, "Yes, I will help these people once more and be a good." It's like. Well, then why did you kill all these head... Like, uh, because I think those were people coming to attack him. Yeah. Knowing that he was Alucard. I think all the stuff... Yeah, the stuff that's all spiked down is people that were coming to attack him. This is a note for help, and it was more of a... I'm yeah. so freaking bored. I, think I, mean, so I know, but at the beginning of season four, it's like, yeah, they're top of the end of season three. It, it set it up for, like, he's turning into the next Dracula because he's been betrayed. Like, they, they built something up, and I feel like they were like, well... What I would argue is when Dracula felt betrayed by mankind, he launched a flaming skull into the center of the city. When Alucard felt betrayed by mankind, he cried and drank wine. And put people on stakes, like his dad. Well, we, again, that would only be if those weren't people, that would only come into play if they were people that weren't coming to attack him. Because I think he briefly mentions in a throwaway line that uh, if people... I thought the first two bodies would have kept people from coming back and keeping on trying to attack me or something. Again, like, that's season four. Yeah. I'm talking about the way season three ended. Yeah. I was disappointed in the direction they went. It felt like it was a really throwaway plot to just make him like a good guy with it, where I would have really kind of enjoyed seeing him spiral from being alone, sanity being betrayed, and having Trevor and Cypher come back in a way. I, personally, I, I didn't enjoy the whole like everyone's evil thing in season three that you're kind of getting at where yeah. it was stunned uh, down. Like, my I, I God, didn't, did they really just beat you over the head with people or the, bad, or the yeah. real monsters? I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. And I didn't, I didn't want to see them go forward with Alucard being the bad guy where only Siphon Trevor yeah. could bring Let me back. Rephrase that's Let me rephrase that. Bad guy is not where I'm going from with this. I would say more trust issues, at least not being so open and willing to open up the castle and that, and then, like at the end of season four, he does open it up. I would have liked to have seen a little more hesitation. Then instead of like Amelia being like, "Okay, well, 
Yeah. yeah that's that's fair. Yeah. I, that's I, more I, where I'm coming from. I didn't feel like... It organic in the watch, but I have to rewatch and really like... It, it see, that's my complaint. It wasn't organic. It felt like a complete 180 to me. I would have liked to see a little more struggle, like, will I go help them? Will I not? Well, like, I've been burnt before. I've been burnt before, like... If there was another episode in between, I think it would fit well to do that. Yeah. Uh, there were definitely some parts of this that I thought were rushing anyways that could have used another yes, episode. Yes, we covered a lot but, of ground in season four. Um... I think if they did that, it would have worked better. I yeah. agree with you there. That's my that that's something. I, I like I like Alcar being the not a bad guy, but I also like that he is part vampire, part human. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen more of that conflict with the truck, like but his mom, his mom and dad fighting against him. You know, yeah. his in his inner self. That's more of what I was going from with that. Eternal um, fight in that Rebus. Yeah, and I could Go have on. done without Saint Germain looking for his lady friend. I'm I'm fine with San Germain and the lady friend thing. I think that's that's totally okay for me. I thought it was cliche and boring. I think it was a lot of critical world building. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't even hear her talk. We just hear him talk at her. Because the yeah. no, but I think that was very intentional. I, that I mean, he I was agree. chasing her and that she was not reciprocating in the way that he like, was. He yeah. was like I think that was a very intentional directorial decision. To give her no voice. No, no, I agree as, with yeah. that. It's just more of... I understand why Dracula went as far as he did. Mm-hmm. Because of his love for Lisa. Even though it was just like a three-second like show. Like, it was a three-minute show. Yeah. Whereas with St. Well, Germain, I, I was just kind I'll of like... I'll feel heartbroken in three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, yeah, but like with St. Germain, I was just kind of like, dear Lord, like... It's it's a man who's infatuated with his own intelligence finding someone that can start to rival it. It's it's almost Strahd esque. Yes, uh, very much. Well, I have to disagree with you. And the way they sh- the way they filmed it and showed it, I think he just liked having someone listen to how smart he was. And she never challenged him or anything like that. Yeah, she, she was in the infinite corridor. Yeah, mm, they I, they worked together on how smart they were. Yeah, and how she was craving but, adventure and he was craving something else. But that's the difference. She never. I don't personally way came off as. I don't think she ever truly loved him. She needed his help, got what she wanted, and just went to the infinite corridor, did her own thing. But he fell in love with someone who just was quiet and listened to everything he had to say and like bolster him up. And I'm so and for being as smart as he was, and I understand like a man, and a woman, like women have a lot of power when it comes to this. Like, I'm surprised he didn't figure that out sooner. Personally, I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Saint Germain. I thought him annoying and cliche, and I get why he was important. Wasn't my favorite character. Could have done without him. But understand why he's important. Now, my favorite character in season four is freaking Death. That was awesome. Oh. I was so here for that. Was, did not see it coming. Was here for it. Especially since it wasn't the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Trevor talks about that. He's like, "No, my family has it. It's another. It's just it's basically another, another vampire. Yeah, it's just another thing. Yeah, and how uh, he. Was... I liked that representation of it. That it was not the only. It wasn't even potentially the only one. It was yeah. just like this is a thing that exists in this world, like any other monster. And I know, like throughout season three and four, we have people trying to bring back Dracula, and like their reasoning behind it is more like, "Oh, he promised me these things," but no, then Dash is up like. The amount of carnage I would have gotten, like I would have been fed. I, the, the person that was saying you promised me all those things was death. Death, yeah. Oh, I know, it's but then the you had guy. a well, yeah. no, you had the other vampire who was talking to. No, 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 no you didn't give a shit. Death, death was manipulating yeah. multiple people to try and I know. bring back. But also, Dracula. Isaac talked about bringing. Like there were other people that were like interested in bringing Dracula back. I know he was manipulating, but we also had other people that were easily more persuaded to bring him back. I... 
what I'm saying is I think all of those groups were like being touched by him because it opens with yeah. a guy trying to bring back Dracula, but he's a vampire and they reference him being an English vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are we all fighting for the same yes? Yes, I think sort so. Of. Um Yeah, sort of. There I have some disagreements with what you're saying, but it's negligible. It does not matter. <laughs> I'm not it's not worth the No, not, like, I'd like to a, hear it. Like I'm not I got, Let's hear it. Uh, I I think for the most part, like, I also, it doesn't help, like, keep mixing up Isaac and Hector in my brain. Uh, mm. <laughs> um, Hector likes his dead animals. Isaac likes to whip himself. Yep. Isaac is the one at the vampires. Yes. Isaac's okay. black. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's totally different from what I was saying. I said Isaac was one of the... Okay, Isaac's black, Hector's white? Yes. yes. Cool. Hector... <laughs> or better uh, Isaac's bald, Hector has hair. That works too. Uh, Hector d- agreed to help Death bring Dracula back out of, like, I guilt. killed him. This guilt. I'm, I don't care. I don't want him to come back to ruin everything. I feel bad that I helped kill him. Mm-hmm. I failed in a way. Uh, Isaac's like, don't bring him back. Let him rest. Mm-hmm. But that's more about the journey. Because at the very beginning, he was, like in season three, yeah. after he'd been pushed through, he was more interested. And then through his journey, talking to the people, he's realized, yes. let him rest. I'm going to do my own thing. I don't need a master. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm talking mainly just season four driving. Uh, see, I was talking through ever since into yeah. season two. Okay. So that's that's where my descriptions come from then. Yeah. Because gotcha. the whole thing, the whole bring back Dracula is solely just death manipulating people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think an all-time conversation. I think we're all the same yes as he was saying. Just we're once yeah. focusing on one season, so I was focusing on other seasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, gotcha. I think an all-time conversation is San Germain talking to that vampire who's like, what's to stop me from killing you and just doing this all myself? And San Germain just hitting him and going, "You're well, because you're too much of an idiot to do this, even if I gave you written instructions. Now do what I say and go on now. Yeah. And when we say give you a San Germain, give you a San Germain. <laughs> Honestly, even has the same kind of walk as you. I did. I, did I have no thing to say about that. <laughs> um, and I really, um, I love Trevor and Cypher's relationship. Yes. Especially Trevor talking to himself. I forgot. I don't know if season three or four because I binge it all. But it's just, okay, yeah, yeah. Pretty girl bats her eyes at you. Takes you to bed. And all of a sudden, you're at her will. You do whatever. How dumb are you? Like, I just like that. I actually can't remember if that's three or four either. Yeah. I think it's three. Um, um, and then also I like how at the end when Trevor realizes he has to defeat death and like tells her like I love you and she's like I know instead of like going all mushy with it just don't fucking name our kid my dumbass name yes, please that, please and I think that's what I fell into a lot of love of this show over is that it didn't have the trope one liners it had instead of that it had sadly it's now becoming expectation to have these subversive one-liners where you don't say the trip thing but they're at least more fresh you know what i mean exactly it's it's their own inside jokes essentially it's more the characters what they would actually say rather than like good written tv yes yeah yeah. and i think that's what makes it so good and then still a little confused how it happened like i get how it happened but still confused on like the logistics and how we actually got dracula and lisa back i thought you were gonna ask about cypher being pregnant (laughs) I, you know what? That one's easy. When a man loves when a woman, this sort comes. <laughs> no shit. What's <I'm> that? Not, <laughs> like, 
what the timetable is on that. They were having a lot of sex. They were up for like a month straight, not sleeping at all. They were fighting everything they saw. Just because yeah. they didn't show us them having sex, they weren't having I'm a quickie. I'm not saying they needed to show us having, They're having, having a quickie, sex. But, like, but what he's saying is, how is she back pregnant sh- that fast? Also, she's getting beat the shit up all the time. Like, that's not going to be a healthy... Hey, Trevor's sperm goes hard. Apparently, because she also gets knocked back on the super rocks baby. earlier. It's actually he's a Belmont. Kid. This is Jesus. <laughs> that's why I'm hate um, And I like our new female lead, who's Alucard's little love interest. She's um, awesome. Greta. Yeah, the mayor of the town. Mm-hmm. Like I like I enjoyed her. Like honestly, like it's one of those things where like she doesn't have anything super memorable other than being girl a boss. badass. Yeah, girl boss. Yeah. And I think for Alucard that was a good fit. And I mm-hmm. also like Alucard with the kids. Yes. I'm like someone has daddy issues and adopted all the orphans. Good for you. When all wow, the orphans when all the orphans oh adopt the Oh my god. Sorry, that is so Bruce. I imagine like a bunch of little crime fighting little like peasant orphan children with Belmont training now because they have the castle and the thing and just what? and then you know Alucard how is Batman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, this is not headcanon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, my goodness. And now that we have Cypherpreg with another Belmont kid, imagine him being just like I feel like he's gonna end up being the Jason Todd of the group and just like honestly Trevor is the Jason Todd he even got killed and came back yeah spoiler (laughs) there it is (laughs) and he's the sassy one who hates his dad who hates Batman so I want to point out did you get back on the tracks uh, that death is the reason that uh, that Trevor lives no. Not Saint Germain? So the... Well, yes, but death gives Saint Germain the key to access uh, the yeah. infinite... Stair, oh! Uh, in that sense, corridor, yes. yes. And there is a shot, the very last shot, right before... Oh, yeah, it's him. He's that is You see Saint Germain's hand grab the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah I think I you're talking about, like, death, like, throwing yeah. out the door, like, save yourself. I thought you were going to say, like, yeah, death saved. Also... Like, what do you... What, what do you mean? Also, I feel like death isn't that smart. Because you have Dracula, and he obviously is trying to bring him back, but Dracula, and we saw in the Infinite Corridor Season 3, is holding Lisa, like his wife. If he brought them both back, he's not going to want to kill the world. He's like, got no, my wife, so I'm no, happy. So bring oh, I know, back. after my day. Like, I yeah. get that. I get that with that. Yeah. But I feel like at the same time, I feel like her emotions would... Oh, I still feel like there would be a lot of... I don't think it would be the same carnage she was hoping for. I, Even if you made an Aphrodite, like, perfect human being, and they're like, why are we being joined? But I don't... What I think happens in the Rebus is that they don't share the consciousness. I think it is literally, like... it. I don't, I don't think it's the two of them sharing a headspace. I think it just creates a monster. Yeah. Uh, is how like, two described. human sacrifices... Well, right. supernatural... Like, you know what I mean? Human they, sacrifices, stuff for them. The Rebus, the oh. death describes as the... Um, other, the key, whatever the key holder was librarian. not prepared for an hermaphrodite, like hermaphrodite. hermaphrodite. Yeah, yeah. Um, is she it's says aphrodite? No, it can't be looked upon without like incinerating you. Basically, is what so it's like, massless. Yeah, she gave it like Ark of the Covenant type of features. I imagine if you just set one of those fuckers loose on the world. You wind up with just a whole lot of corpses and scorched earth falling. Especially with it. the powers of Dracula and like all this other shit. Yeah, it, I think okay, okay. it would just drive. I, I, I misunderstood how that was going to go about. Yeah, I think Makes it would have just sense. been a torpedo of mass murder. Yeah. Makes more sense. Um, um, 
but I also going back to like the Trevor and like Cypher being pregnant thing. I really like. I was like, how'd you know I was pregnant? <laughs> I've been, and he literally made a comment about how he's bet a lot of women, and he just knows because he knows when to peace out. Oh. You don't get that? And that's what she drops him on his ass. I missed that. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, and she's like, how'd you know I was pregnant? He's like, I've made a living knowing when women's pregnant or not and when to peace out. And I was like... I I think I misinterpreted that as more of just like a, I know when to get out of a bad situation, like in a bar or in a fight or something like that. get out. But that also... Yeah, that's funny. Lulz. Um. Um, and I will say, I liked Lenore's death. I think it was an interesting juxtaposition to have Hector willing to put up with being in a cage for the opportunity to be set free and Lenore making it like a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I understand the difference. Hector's human. He has, he, like, even if he's like, what, 20 something in that? He still has a lot to live for, even mm. if he's in a cage. Where Lenore is hundreds of years old. Being in a cage is the absolute worst nightmare. And it's and also her family's gone. I will say, her sister bitches. Like, I will say, love Carmilla's death. The slip, I'm sorry, the red dress, oh, low cut, slip aside with a sore, blood dripped everywhere, and then she takes her own life. I was like, what a queen. Psychotic queen, but a queen nonetheless. But you have our other two women. That's one way to look at Carmella. <laughs> oh no, she's a psychopath and she's a no, crazy this, bitch. This, she was fabulous doing this it. This was very well with Kate's D&D characters. Yeah. <laughs> this very much... Uh, yeah. Again, we're not allowing Kate to be a vampire is what we're not finding out. <laughs> no, here's the, thing. I, here's the thing. If I was a vampire, I would not go Carmilla's path. I'm just saying, as someone who works in the fashion industry, she looked fabulous doing it. Fair. That's more of what I'm getting at with this. Okay. Split up the side. Honestly, I probably would have gone more with... Uh, our other two ladies, uh, Strega and, um, oh, what's her name? Afra Bell was then. Yeah. Yes. She was not very memorable. Nope. But they were fabulous and they were lesbian lovers. And Strega and her, like, day armor. Oh, that was really cool. That was a great fight. She scene. is, I probably would have gone more of the one we can't remember where it's like, look. The diplomat? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, that's that was, a, that, the, she was the logistician. Yeah. Just, Man, I just made up. But a I strategist. Strategist. Yes. God. If I was going her, I'd probably be more her, but I'd look like Carmilla. We are like the muses. We have one brain cell. That's not even the muses. I like the fates. We only have one brain cell between us. One tooth and it's and one fighting. Tongue. One eye. That's what it is. Uh, one eye they share. We have yeah. one brain cell to share, and they're. It's Honestly, fighting we have itself. nothing to share. That's all gone. COVID twenty twenty just took all of them. We yeah, we're, we're millennials, so we're sharing one brain cell, one endorphin, and one hour of sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Total. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, like I said, I just like Carmilla's style with it. She was fabulous while doing it. She was crazy, and she definitely was power hungry and wanted to take over the world and be a dictator. But she looked fabulous doing it, and I will stand by that. Right. The seppuku her dress matched the blood. Dress, mm-hmm. or not dress, suicide blast was But also her suicide mean. dress with the slits and the low cut yes. and the sword. I'm just saying, like, her dress matched the blood on the floor. Like, also, just the coordination. Shit ton of blood on the floor. Oh, Holy yes. cow. How many, like, you see her on screen at least take out, like, 40 night creatures. And they heavily imply that, like, Isaac's just taking his time, taking yeah. the stairs, yeah. just sending in ten it's at a time. Flooded the room, it's because coming down the so stairs. Many. Like, how many? Also, how non-viscous is their blood? Also, how are their bodies not just filling the room? That too. But that's, that, that's movie logic. Mm-hmm. I think, okay, 
I am a huge sucker. I just kind of decided it with this. I, I knew this, but I didn't really know how to put it in the words. Morana. That's the other vampire's name. Ah. Sorry. Um, that I am a massive sucker for a self-sacrifice in a movie. I think that is always a great plot element. Uh, look at Colonel Stacker and General Stacker and uh, Pacific Rim. This but, also is very much on point for your brand. <laughs> <laughs> but anytime you do that final fight scene where you mute a lot of the fight scene noise yeah. and the score plays over it, just feed me the slop. It is what I want in life. Uh, I will say That's that. how I want to go. <laughs> Fair. Striga Morana, though, those bitches, like, they're supposed to be like the four vampire sisters have been together for years, and they're like, oh, we feel that Carmilla's dead. We didn't feel Lenore die, but she's such a pussy-ass bitch that if Carmilla's dead, she's dead too. Let's peace out. And Lenore... Did, did Striga and... Maybe so. They, they were at the castle. They, they lived. Yeah. yeah. They were okay, at the I castle. They're like, they were like, oh, we have each other because we're lesbian lovers. They we showed don't up with this the shit. remnants of their mm-hmm. army and were like, hmm, that looks not fun. We're not going to go there anymore. But they literally said, if Carmilla's dead, then Lenore must have died first. It's like, you bitch, she's up in the castle. Just like... You bitches. She like, would have died pretty... She would have died I know. First. It's true, but they yeah, really say we died. felt Carmilla yeah. die. Like, they felt mm-hmm. it. Well, I'm like... they felt it because they had those... I know, but Lenore yeah. has the ring. They know she's not... Yeah, Lenore no, has... Uh, Carmilla is the, is the head ring. Oh, the did, they, did they make that clear at some point? Yeah, uh, they made that clear earlier with them in the tent kind of discussing... Oh, you know what? I think... Yeah, I know the exact conversation you're okay. talking about. Okay, I missed that because I thought the way Lenore described it was they all have equal... No, Carmilla had had, had rule and had bound them to her wheel, will essentially. But even though Lenore's the one that came up the ring and everything. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, that's kind of... Anyways. That's why they said we can feel her death. So... Okay. Because the ring stopped. I was going to say, like, I, but I still feel like even if... Like, Carmilla's probably like a bigger, like, oh, she definitely... Died. I still feel like they would have felt a twing if someone of the others had died because they are all are connected. Again, I think it's not a circle. I think it's a pyramid. Yeah, but I still feel like they would have felt like even if it's not as big like the top of the pyramid or whatever, I still feel no, like no, they no, would have I had mean, a... like Carmilla's on top and the other points are the other vampires. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the surrounding ones count. I think the top I know, ones. but between the four of them, I still feel like which to I, think we're, Morana, I think we're trying to assign logic to something that we're yeah. never going to Personally, <laughs> because they all are connected, around. the five of them, including Hector because of the rings, I feel like they still would be able to tell if one of the rings would no longer work. Like Hector cutting his finger off or Lenore. That's the one I would have expected. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, if they, when Hector cut off his finger, I would have expected that they all severed the connection with the rings. And I think what I'm, what, where I'm getting at is the person that's the leader will feel it. So it goes up the food chain. It goes up the food chain. It doesn't go around. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. Yes. So after Carmilla died, the next in charge would be Striga. And Striga's one who felt it. No, 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 no. He's saying, no, 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 no. Carmilla dies, they all feel it. That's that's it. They wouldn't feel it if any of the other ones died. Mm, I see it more as horcruxes, whereas like when one dies, like they feel like yeah, it's, it's a not, part of them. I, that's not how I took it at least. Hector dies, the whatever that vampire was above him would feel it. Like cutting off the finger, she would yeah. feel that, oh I don't have power over you anymore. I'm forgetting her name. But Lenore. that's I think how it works. It's a it's a top down, Ooh. not a got a haircut in your chair, pulled it up. Yikes. Oh, <laughs> But that's not the, how I interpret it. I see where you're coming matter. from now. That's not how it I interpret it. Inter- no, no, this podcast is now on how do these rings work. <laughs> the only other thing I wish they had explained a little bit was the, that knife. Because that was a fucking badass knife to kill death. And I want to know more about it. Tell me more about it. Please tell me more about it. it. I want to know. But that knife is a Clone Wars item. Also. I know, but I want to know. <laughs> oh, oh, and we throw in Star Wars. We already uh, got the Star Wars for Solo. 
Yep. Yeah, but also while talking about it's a different movie as well. Anyways, I will say um, I did appreciate when Trevor's about to get fucking murdered by death as a vampire, um, and he's like about to die. You have like the mom and her kid just go, push, uh, bad vampire. <laughs> just kind of push him, oh, yeah. and then he's like, what the fuck? But I just like how like that's what stopped him was like two humans are a little stop it, no stop yeah. push. Well, I'm trying to say humanity's. Not all. I know, but if a vampire, like, as a vampire, that much more strength, if a human tried to, like, push me, I would just be, like, decapitate by moving on instead of being, like... He's just like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, he's just taking... But I think, yeah, like, to put him, uh, to take that, the point of what you said earlier, Lenore and them, they all live forever. What does he care that he waits five seconds if he's, like... What is this wild ass phenomena going yeah. on that I have never seen someone attempt? And then to we have the crazy general lady who's like, "The royal family will come back. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> We're fine. We don't need to hear shit." Well, it was her family. She was royal. I know. Yeah. I know this, but like, she still got like whole family. At the end of this year. Yeah. But she got her family like as fucking corpses. <laughs> like they're gonna come back. It's not inside again. So, overall, we all very much enjoyed this. Highly recommend. And my favorite thing about it is it was just four seasons. They didn't try and stretch it on to be something more. I appreciate shows that you know when to stop. about it, the spinoff. Yes. Is it going to be Dracula and Lisa? It's, Since that's kind of where it's it ended? Going to be their like their storyline? I admit, yeah, it'll be. It's going kids. to be the other Belmonts. Almost certainly with Alucard, and they'll probably find Dracula and. and but then won't Lisa be dead then? Because like, she's human. Lisa will probably certain, dead. Yeah. Oh, or okay. Dracula will turn. Yeah. I don't hate the idea of like it being set like a hundred years later and we're in like an industrial era and it's like two generations separated from Trevor and Cypher. Uh, but Alucard's still kicking. Alucard's still king of the castle and we find... And his great grandkids like a grandpa now. I mean there's so many Belmonts for them to choose from as well. Simon Belmont. Simon, Richter, this is all sorts and of there, Wow, Trevor got busy because he was the last Belmont. Now we got a whole new plethora of There's Belmonts. a number of these that are also older than Trevor, yeah. to be fair. So, I'm not sure, you probably yeah. know this, that it's a video game series. Yes, I know yeah, that. Okay. I've never played video games. Um, yeah, so Trevor Belmont was originally supposed to be in a Dreamcast uh, Castlevania game from like the mid 2000s, but the first one came out in like, no, early 2000s, maybe 99. But point is, the first Castlevania came out probably 20 years, no, 10 years ahead of that at least. Um, And so there were, and that was probably like the fourth or fifth game. So there were a ton of like older than Trevor Belmont characters yeah. that existed in Canada. But if we're doing like a after Trevor's passed away and everything, and Trevor's made it very clear in the series, he's the last Belmont. Yeah, those characters would just have died. Yeah, so if yeah. we're going down, I'm saying like they're all going to be his kids. So he got busy. No, no, they reference some of the video game character ones as like, oh, such and such Belmont discovered this in probably yeah. Italy. Leon, yeah. Leon Belmont or whoever. Yeah, yeah, actually, I think Leon Belmont is one they mentioned. Yeah, he's the. I pulled up the fandom wiki. It's Leon Belmont is the founder of the clan tradition for vampire hunting. So he was oh. probably the person when they brought up the uh, library. They brought the mention. Yes, I yeah, don't know. I think that's exactly what it is. But anybody have any last things to say on it? Like how that ended. Big fan. Enjoyed the season. Enjoyed death. Enjoyed all of it. Uh, yeah, I loved loved the end of it. I uh, still want to know about more about that sword uh, <laughs> or the dagger, whatever the hell it was. I absolutely saw Trevor coming back to life before yeah. he came down the road. Still cried like a little bitch uh, when he pulled up the hood and they were all like, Oh, he's back! Yay! Because they're the three best friends that anyone could ever have. Yeah. Uh, 
Monster Hunter Draft. So what do you mean by that? You Ooh. said that as a text earlier, yeah. and I did not understand. Like, who would be that. our Monster Hunter yeah. team? You have five people to pick to be your Monster Hunting team. Okay, gotcha. And it's going to be a draft, so it'll go. You know, you can't pick something that somebody else has already picked. Right. Um. Um. I will start. That's cool. Yes, because I gotta find pull my draft notes up. Uh, There's also a oh, 2020 movie called so Monster Hunter. Yeah. I, if, to our best attempt, I want to make it people that hunt monsters and demons, not people that fight aliens. So that's fair. Master Chief wouldn't count. Yeah, fair, um, fair. I will okay. say, can we do three? I feel like five is very ambitious. Like figuring out five. Yeah, like th- three each. You you prepared. I had no clue what you meant. Okay. And she's not prepared either. Yeah, so uh, I'm kind of prepared, but I'm gonna go Van Helsing. Oh, Dr. Abraham Van Helsing, the original person to kill Dracula. Yep. Great pick. Um, I'm gonna go Geralt. Oh, Witcher, Witcher, Shocker. Witcher series, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Doom Guy. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that I had to pick that high because it wasn't going to... It was either going to totally not register with you that it could count mm-hmm. since it's demons, but... Mm-hmm. I nope. thought I might have let it slip with the... Uh, the Master Chief Master thing. Chief thing. Yeah, I should have picked up on that. I did pick up on it. Um, I'm going to go with Anna Valarius from the movie Van Helsing. Kate Blackensile plays as her character. Ooh. She's I have Kate Beckinsale as another one. I'm like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, but I'm going her in that one because she was pretty badass, and she was the last girl standing in that one as well. Fair. Um, I'm gonna go Kratos from God of War. <laughs> I had him on my list too. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna go Dean Winchester. There you oh, go. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Ooh. It was a real big toss-up between somebody else in that same show, oh. who I think Kate's trying to remember. No, I know. I'm just debating if I want to put them on the list. Ooh. Ooh, this is a game. Oh. You know what? Honestly, fucking Bobby. I'd add him to my list. I, I'd add Bobby. Bobby. Bobby was my old. I, I, I was I was debating between Trevor or Bobby. Ah, uh, You know what? I think with the team I have... I already have an old sassy guy, Van Helsing, based off the one I'm going off in my head, was playing by Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And I have the badass female. <sighs> I, I can't add Bobby to that team. I don't think it would work well. I'm gonna have to go, I'm gonna have to go with Alucard actually, for this team. We have the old leader guy. Mm-hmm. We have the badass female, who's basically a Trevor Belmont in female form. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go with Alucard because he is half monster, has like magical powers with it all, but also can keep his head level. See, missed opportunity to go for Cass. I thought about him too. I thought about him too. But honestly, um, I don't think he would play. I, based off when he first came to Supernatural, I don't think he'd play well with others without Dean. Okay. So with the team I have, I would add Alucard to round it out. Fair. I'm, uh, my team is the uh, strong silent types. I'm going with uh, Samurai Jack. Oh! I didn't even think about um, Sarah. I feel like your team's a little screwed that. I don't feel like I don't communicate well. No, it's all a bunch of grunts and mm, 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 <laughs> head nods. Uh, I also Jack got my entire team from a Wikipedia page about fictional monster hunters because I could not think of anything off the top of my head. Samurai Jack, though, that's I, a childhood flashback. Since and also recent because the most recent season is very good. Oh, yeah. Since we're not going with uh, 
with five, I'm going to give you guys my two joke yes. picks. And honorable mentions? Yes, my honorable mentions. The mob, the entire mob that took down Frankenstein, this monster, <laughs> chased him into the windmill. Nice. Um, and Godzilla. <laughs> Fair. Technically Fair. a monster hunter. I mean, yeah, he goes after the monsters and King of Monsters and all that other stuff, so yeah. Yeah. No, fair. And it is really tough. I like legitimately, because this never gets broached anything. Like what happens when uh like Alucard's in, uh, immortal and Dracula's immortal? What happens if they just get blasted with that laser beam? Surprise you didn't Oh wait, give us your final tip. Oh yeah, yeah. Um you gonna throw in Bobby? Uh, I am gonna go with Trevor Belmont. Trevor, yeah. nice. So a younger Bobby, gotcha. Yeah, no, pretty, no. pretty much. Yeah, like Bobby who can run and yeah, barrel roll. Surprised you didn't go with the Pacific Rim. Uh, because you don't get Gypsy Danger. Mm-hmm. I would, I wouldn't have given. And it takes two people to pilot Gypsy Danger. You already got two people on your list. Exactly. Hmm? Well, you had. You had two people, Gypsy Danger should be the third, and you just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're running the, run the show? Yeah, I actually just picked one giant robot team. Yeah. If we had five, I would have gone with Voltron. You got Dean, <laughs> uh, Dean Winchester in Gypsy Danger, like, oh, God, this isn't going to work. <laughs> Solid teams all around. Actually, that's not a terrible... That pairing. actually might work. They both have been to hell. Yes. <laughs> they both went crazy in hell, yeah. They're like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Rip and tear. Rip and tear. I am your kind of crazy. Uh, the other ones I had min- listed were, uh, everybody's had all three picks, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Hellboy, uh, Daddy on the Dragon Slayer from Dota. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, you got Geralt, John Constantine. Oh, you yeah. know who we didn't put? Buffy Demon Slayer. Hmm? Demon Slayer. Yeah, no one, y'all didn't do oh, anything. Yeah, that's Tanjiro would have been a great pick. Buffy Summers, Ash Williams from Ash vs. the Evil Dead, nice. Scooby-Doo, Roland of Gilead, the gunslinger. I mean, if you want to lie, actually Scooby-Doo, he did fight real monsters. It's just mm-hmm. the TV show and the OG there were people masks. Ben Mears from Salem's Lot, because I think one of the Ooh. all-time best uh, Monster Hunter illusions is the end of that book. Hmm. Um, Interesting is- choice. Didn't think about I mean, you could also have done the kids from it. Alice from Resident Evil and Kate Beckinsale in Underworld, who's Name I'm forgetting. No, that's it. Kate Baggins on Underworld. Underworld. That's yeah. her full name. Yeah, that's, that's every character's city. name. Yeah, she is Underworld. I just very. Oh, and uh, Tallahassee. Oh, classic. Um, I would also throw in Robert Pattinson because the way he has just murdered his Twilight character over the years in interviews is just. I think he gets deemed a monster. That's fair. He's honorable. I almost want to drop Doom Guy for Tallahassee because think of the banter in my group if you have Tallahassee Dean. And Trevor Belmont. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. The sass. I think I'm the only one who thought about how team dynamic conversations would work. Absolutely. I There's no would, conversations in my team dynamic. Would Batman count? Because no. he fights not humans. I mean, Croc? I, Killer Croc? I would say human. But he's been transformed into a monster. But he's a human. I would but say he's been not super Vampires were humans first, though. Since there's so many other options out there. And they're not an alien, either. And zombies were humans first before they got transformed. Okay. Would, I would say avoid superheroes since there's such a deep list of fair, fair monster hunters to go from. So what are we writing this? I think TV shows are almost got to give like a binary one or zero. Yeah, like best show ever, worst show ever. Yeah, yeah, because like it's tough to rate and because and maybe you could do seasons a little bit better because 
three, obviously the dip in this series of the four options we have. So like I would almost say like a 70, but if you took three out, it'd be like, ah, it's like really like an 85. But then like you See, need three in there to understand four. I'd give it 85 as itself. For what it is and how it like handled everything, I liked it. I give it 85. I yeah, season series as a whole, probably eighty three, eighty five, somewhere in there. I like odd numbers. Uh, season Bitch. four, I think I'd probably give like a ninety because I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like season four is like a ninety eighty nine to ninety one somewhere in there. I'm yeah. gonna go with ninety one so that we don't pick And see seven. season one, all four episodes, I'd give it like a ninety eight. Yeah, fair. Yeah, perfect. I think overall season I'm probably gonna give it like yeah. a probably like an eighty two. Uh-huh. Um, but like I'm also giving uh, season one and two like 87 and 89 respectively and I'm just sinking it on season three yeah. I, that season just I, on, even on rewatch I enjoyed it more but it really did not rescue itself no it doesn't yeah. yeah okay and what are we watching next time do we know uh, Army of the Dead and Conjuring 3 are our next two slated movies cool yeah I've watched, I fell asleep <laughs> Gibby and I were watching it with uh, my roommate, and uh, I fell asleep. I was tired. Mm. I watched the Ren Fair all day. I was done. And also, I made the mistake of laying down and just cat coded my lap, and I was just out. Fair. Could not tell you what happened in the middle end of that movie. My eyes were puffy as hell from those cats. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not intro business. And on that note, we die clapping out. Yep, yep. See you next time. Bye.